Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, <clears throat> we're going back out to the prairie <laughs> to talk about oh, hearts, no. at hearts at noon. Pew, pew, gallop, gallop. Ba-ba-da. A lot of good noontime jokes in this episode. Oh, God. Really it's, good ones. It's a real nooner. Um, <laughs> but let's, let's find out. What we what happened in this episode in our segment we call the Minute Max, starting with Joe. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> hearts at high noon. Okay. The hearts are off to Westworld to see if they want to fund a Western themed town that's going bankrupt that used to be a gold mining town. They arrive, and there's 30,000 employees. I wonder why they're going broke. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's three ne'er-do-wells who are actually mining gold in the gold mine. Uh, there's gold dust there that apparently wasn't valuable enough to collect when it was a gold mining town, <laughs> yet with modern technology, it is valuable enough to collect it. I'm guessing it's just like gold dust. Uh, there's a stagecoach chase. There's um, some dynamite that blows up and traps Jonathan and Jennifer in the mine. Luckily, Max and Freeway show up to rescue them Lassie style. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Max explodes another piece of dynamite to get them out. Uh, And they figure out who it was the bartender all along, I think. Uh, And he replaces bullets in a fake gun for real bullets. So somebody actually gets shot and killed. And that guy gets off the hook because the hearts find out who it is. And then they save the day. I think I got it all pretty well, much. All right. Well, I mean, I. When do we need to address the fact that this is just now a redundancy? I feel like Joe really covered it, <laughs> and um, you know, let's get on to the to the meat of this. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk let's, about it. let's dive into what's really important. I am far more interested in perspective. Yeah, and. I don't think that you would disagree that we each have a unique perspective on said episodes. Uh-huh. It is Rashomon every single yes, week. 100% Rashomon. Our, our own takes. All right. Then Rashomon, I must. I am, don't, please uh, don't talk. I'm Rashomoning. Um. Hearts at High Noon. So it's Hearts at High Noon, but it's not like Gary Cooper High Noon, but it kind of is. It's There's this man who's very lanky and <laughs> super handsome, I think, and he's really old, and he tells Hearts he doesn't aim to make his father's gold mining now ghost town, functioning ghost town, his life's work. But he's really old. Did I mention that? And so Jonathan's like, let's go look at it, honey. Let's go out there. And so they go out there, and... It's very strange. There's a lot of tourists roaming around. There's a lot of fake but or real cowboys and Western people. It's a ghost town without ghosts, which is disappointing to me. There's guys <laughs> that are stealing, I don't know, a slag. And it's now gold was worth $20 an ounce then. And now it's worth $400 an ounce. And so they're stealing gold. And then the bartender's in on it. And one guy finds them. And he's like, stop or cut me in. And then they... Mm-hmm make the tall lanky man shoot him and kill him. The hearts get trapped in a mine. There's a bunch of dynamite. And then Jonathan jumps on a team of horses and somebody gets knocked into a trough. Mm-hmm. Those cowboys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, that wasn't whatever. Shit, I, I can't turn off my I feel timer. like we have a good understanding on this episode. I think we do. Let's see. Happened. Let's see if I can confuse it for everybody. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hearts at high noon. 
the uh, Jonathan is asked to purchase a ghost town, which is a place where uh, people go to pay to be robbed, <laughs> and uh, they go to check it out themselves. And there's it's basically Westworld without all the fucking. Um, there's a, a souvenir shop owner who's real mad because he apparently runs the souvenir shop, uh, but he also has two really sexy men of hench who are uh, <laughs> t- taking gold out of the mine. And uh, then the guy, the uh, guy who runs the fucking souvenir shop puts <laughs> bullets in a gun and the guy gets shot. And then Jonathan jumps on a moving uh, stagecoach. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> then um, he shoots a guy off a building, which is he, another one of his tropes. Um, Max and Freeway come and save the day, and then there's a really creepy cowboy statue with a gun in the bedroom. Oh, God, yeah. Jesus Christ. You guys don't have that? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> you have your, your quick draw practice, cowboy at the foot you of your bed. Are you even American? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, let's question. let's. Should we see what uh, what oh. the Sisler Family Playhouse has to say yes. about this episode? Yes, Ooh, la, la. The Sisler Family Playhouse proudly presents Gunfight at the Golden Corral. Wait, Hearts at High Noon. Hard Industries buys an old west town to save it from developers, while stockholders scream, "What, what the, the actual, actual fuck? fuck?" There's gold in them, Nar Hills. Better rustle up the hearts. The hearts ride in a stagecoach and get robbed in broad daylight. Did that really happen to Angelinos in the 80s? Gene Bailey takes the hearts on a tour of Gold Town. Turns out Owen Grant has a twin brother who's also a massive douche. Two bad guys want the gold and everyone else out of the way. Exposition, Exposition ensues. Gene Bailey says a fellow wrote some John Hammond style reality. The hearts get some dirt from a fake drunk and then check out Bailey's mine and do a little digging. Early bad guy confrontation time as the men of Hinch open fire on the stage and Jonathan pulls off a deus ex western off. Is Max Kenny Rogers or Brett Maverick? Our phone lines are open. Jonathan and Jennifer <laughs> return to the mine and get trapped, but Max and Freeway are on the case. Jonathan and Max defeat the bad guys with some righteous gunplay. Hey, Starskin Hutch, this is our network, bitches. And we end Jonathan proving to Jennifer he is the fastest gun in the West. The end. <laughs> Nice job, Sisler. The Sislers murder this again. It's so good. Starskin Hutch reference for the win. Great. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well. That's it. it, (laughs) Ratings? Um, No. (laughs) Did anyone else think of uh, Brokeback Mountain when that guy was watching the two handsome cowboys steal gold out of the mine? (laughs) Uh, I thought of Brokeback Mountain when, uh, when Arthur said, Take your guns off, and then the camera uh, just lingered on their crotches yes. for like twenty minutes. They slowly undid their belts. <laughs> My favorite scene. Yes, <laughs> those henchmen might have been lovers, possibly. Well, if there's any uh, truth to the cowboy mythology, then yes, they were. Yeah. Um. Before we really dive in, I have I there's something that happened in the basically in the opening scene that I want to address, mm. and this is not. It's about Alfred. Yes. Or as um, I think of him, fake Stanley. And although I love the character actor that plays Alfred, mm-hmm. that guy is so delightful. Um, I just resent Alfred. Mm. Um, I don't think, I won't go so far as to say that I like hate Alfred, but I, it's not far from that. <laughs> I, just, uh-huh. I just don't want, I want, him disappeared yeah but anyways yeah, wait, this um, is the really excitable guy that was doing yeah, the handguns really right? excitable new accountant my first yeah, note and was and I, I may have gotten his name wrong on my notes but my first note was arnold got a chill 
Oh, it's Arnold. Is yeah. it Arnold? It's Arnold. Sorry, I said, why am I calling him Alfred? Oh, because I'm thinking of Batman. Because mm-hmm. well, anyways, I wrote. Mind. I wrote this um, excitable guy is annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first, first note. Well, here's the pitch that I would make for Heart Industries HR, and that is that any employee that says "get along, little profits." No. <laughs> And then uh, waves his hands around with finger guns. Yeah, he should immediately be escorted from the premises. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't care that I got his name wrong. Normally, that would eat me up inside, and I would wake up in the middle of the night tonight feeling embarrassed. But you know what? (laughs) I don't even care because no, dead. Dead to me. Doesn't matter. Him. I know that he doesn't get fired. I just have to put this pointless angst somewhere. I get it. Long little profits. Just I just lost my shit. Yeah, problem. It's a problem. He was um, very he was, cringy to watch. He was terrible. He just made me miss Stanley so yeah. much. Yeah, I know. Is he? He's I, been in the episodes before. I, I haven't noticed. I think this season only. Yeah, this oh, season. He's okay. this season. Oh. But I have to say one thing about Jim Bailey that we learn in the the first scene where he's talking to Jonathan with the very confusing situation of it being a ghost town, but it's a living ghost town. But it's like it's a real live town. Ma'am, uh, blah blah blah, 1890s, <laughs> Gold Town. My dad, mm-hmm. and he's so old. And I said this in my minute, Max, but he's so that guy's old, right? Yeah, Jim yeah. Bailey is old, mm-hmm. although very charming, whatever. But he's like, I don't aim to make it my life's work. It's like, how much longer are you gonna live? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, no offense, but still... I think this might be your life's work <laughs> if you're that old and it's your dad's yeah. fake gold. Ghost Town, confusingly called Gold Town. So I'm probably <laughs> going to get that name wrong too. Sorry, Arnold Alfred. But um, he's still weighing his options what I for his career path. <laughs> to say is, I immediately love Jim Bailey because he wants to preserve it and not turn it into a row of condos. So he's actually in an episode that could just be dripping with Scooby Dooness. Yeah. Yep. We have to acknowledge that Jim Bailey is the freaking opposite of Scooby Doo villains. Yeah. Yeah, he's the yeah. opposite. He wants to save Gold Town, um, but he's and if it wasn't for those darn he- men of Hench, he's not he's not the villain, right? Or is he? Was he the villain? No, he's not. No, the villain. Okay, Arthur okay. is. But the I'm villain. just saying, like, okay. there's never somebody that wants to. Yes, protect yeah. protect a sacred <laughs> township. Yeah. And all didn't we? Well, the, was I'll it, get to the leather vests later. <laughs> wasn't the bed of hearts? Wasn't that kind of a similar scenario of anti development? Yes, there's a lot of anti-condo sentiment, which is interesting mm-hmm. because like 70s, 80s condo riffing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although we're it's we're in a resurgence of said condo riffic era and True. Yeah. Uh, we are all I think that sentiment is also rampant amongst the actual people of the world. <laughs> the world, yeah. Mm. We could use a Jim Bailey yeah. or 5 million of them. <laughs> Make it your life's work, any um, aspiring Jim Bailey's out there. You don't have to be lanky and super handsome with movie star hair, Yeah, but that wouldn't hurt your cause. Don't you think you should have laid off some of those employees? There were a lot was of employees. Free. That was weirding me out. I was like, this is town. The, every, every, I kept thinking, when they went to the saloon, I was like, every single person in there is on the payroll. Yeah, there were That's hundreds insane. of people. insane. And he said, is they're, it still a ghost town if it's, just, yeah, if it it's is, quote, a real live town? If people live there, people? then no. Like, and, it, 
He said that they only have <laughs> it's twenty not a ghost town. Let's be clear. Twenty it's gold town, yes. Yeah, but not ghost town. <laughs> he said they only had twenty tourists a day come through. So there's like well, ten employees per tourist that yeah. comes through there. That's so insane. That's a huge payroll. And are the hearts the only ones that like get into costume? Like, the, are they the? It and, seemed like it. And Max, who looked amazing yeah, at max the poker table incredible. like max oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah. this i have i've been missing this max for yeah. so long and to, this episode gave it to me so good yeah well i think that maybe and this is you know this is not part of the show but my first thought wasn't i wasn't going with joe's practical business model concept because <laughs> um, i'm still just reeling from jim bailey's confusing ideas about time um, <laughs> but his <laughs> when there's all those people i just thought oh that's so many people and then i just plunged into this weird wormhole and i came out the other side and i was like this episode is such a trip mm-hmm. like the weird performative ghost town that's in quote quotation marks for me um within mm-hmm. a real life town within you know it was just yeah. like i enjoyed that part of it it was just so Freaky, but then I also had the thought, "Oh my God, there's so many weird people around, uh, dressed in the costumes." And yeah. I didn't think, like, "Oh, he's he's paying all those people." I thought, "God, I bet it's just those weird, like, enthusiasts, right?" Like Ren Faire style. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like the cowboy Ren Faire thing. That was my only explanation I had, and I completely just had that thought and just tossed it off as that. And I don't know why that seems like a deeper dive than I needed to do. That makes like, sense oh, to me, though. All the people that love it. So that, that makes sense to me because of the the seventies and eighties obsession with the American West. Like yeah. that that sure. whole thing mm-hmm. was such a fucking zeitgeist of that time. Mm-hmm. That it would make sense that there's a bunch of people that are just, you know, like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get into it. But, yeah. But it's true that it did beg the question, like, if if it's such a money pit, but there's so many people there. It's like, there's more than 20 tourists just, like, in this shot, I think. <laughs> I know. But so then I was like, oh, well, maybe he was like, I'm going to go out to um, the next real live town over. Oh. town next to gold town the ghost town and i'm just gonna have a bunch of people come so that the hearts can imagine what it would be like huh. to have gold town the ghost town with live people in it really active is maybe that, he's sharing that maybe, irritating accountant's vision of like that would be the, the greatest movie a world-class theme park pew, is, pew. is that what we were seeing maybe is like the what this could be for one day they were putting on they were hiring a bunch of people because it didn't seem like it because it seemed like those all those employees had worked there for a long time. They all knew each other really well, you know. Okay. Were they there a couple of days though? <laughs> what? They were there a couple of days. The hearts. Yeah, I and think. the and the like guy overnight. with the the guy with the camera. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I don't know. I don't I know just, either. I don't, I don't know understand. why I was putting so much into it. I think because this episode had much like Jim Bailey. I felt that this episode had a distorted concept of time. Yeah, a linky concept. It of is time. like the cowboy thing, like the the whoop whoop prison in Superman, right? Where everybody's yeah. screaming and then they're like waving back and forth. It was like that for me because I don't like ghost towny things because the name makes me angry because mm-hmm. there's never any ghosts. Right. I don't really like mining thing, mine things, and yeah 
I mean, I like leather vests, horses. <laughs> I like you How know, you feel Western about fringe? wear. <laughs> like if it was just the clothes, that's cool. But uh-huh. you know, I'm just not like a cowboy uh, boots and rattlesnakes, uh, yeah. tight jeans, rattlesnake ballerinas, sarsaparilla. So <laughs> I love tight jeans. Where this got confusing for me was basically, I mean, it's like Western cosplaying Ren Fair. But mm-hmm. when those two guys were at the mine at the beginning of the episode and they were taking gold out of it, they were still all acting as if they were wild west people when they he got caught by the bartender and they were he was like what, what are you all up to you're, you're, you're claim jumping and <laughs> yeah. he had the he had the rifle right. and it, it's like why are you in character right now that's there's no so tourists freaky. around yeah it was that's what made it freaky i'm like what's going on yeah so yeah. it's like it's real cowboys and the fake thing right when he said <laughs> it's because he said it's a real live town i'm like so it's a theme park where people are actually just doing their old-timey Western jobs. Like, I don't understand. It's like the land of the lost where this town just, like, (laughs) kept existing. I just totally didn't understand, yeah. We went into the pylon and fucked with the crystals, and when we came out, we were in (laughs) a fake real-life town, ghost town. It's like, please, please call it something else. Uh, I like that they just wanted the the hearts to basically go back in time. Like that's kind of the idea is like, let's just have them be in a Western town. And they kind of glossed over some of the details on how to make that actually happen. Yeah. They didn't want to actually do time travel, but they wanted it to be, I think <laughs> as realized of a Western town as possible and just don't ask questions. And it's just a Western town. And like, that's all you need to know. I think, I think <laughs> don't ask questions is like, probably it was probably embroidered like really big in the writer's don't room ask <laughs> don't ask questions it's like on the big board over the town like yeah. the big sign before you go into town don't ask i questions. feel like we've joe you and i have already applied so much unnecessary yes. scholarly rigor to yes. this episode yeah uh just just i'm i mean i somewhere between bewilderment and wonderment mm-hmm. was where i was this entire episode yeah and then in the back of my mind just constantly skeeving cowboy things yeah yes yeah you're <laughs> just gonna like let the westernness gloss over you and just accept it mm-hmm. that's that's and there were i mean it was cool there were some exciting moments i like the stagecoach going over the cliff almost moment <laughs> that was kind of fun mm-hmm. um they took their sweet ass time though getting out and taking the reins when the guy who was just hunched over he had gotten shot in the arm or something and then mm-hmm. jonathan climbs out of the stagecoach over the top into the seat and the guy like looks up at him like ouch and yeah. it's like what what were you doing what was your plan that whole scene i was like they are taking 20 minutes yeah to, to take care of this situation like they're jonathan and jennifer are literally like in the in the stagecoach just kind of smiling and laughing and, yeah. and joking with each other while right. this is all happening but they don't and know I a get it coming up. i get it that they they at one point think this is part of the game right but then they find out no it's not and then they you know take the time to get off a couple more quips yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh this is no dream this is really yeah. happening. Like, always the Rosemary's Baby reference, right? But I kind of love that because there's, I mean, it didn't necessarily drag for me in any way, but there was a lot of them. It was like an ad for Gold Town, Ghost Town. Yeah. Yes. There were so many. <laughs> like, I mean, we just, they didn't have to do any of that, really. I mean, like a really quick stagecoach thing where they're like, oh my God, this is no dream. This is really happening. And then like the switch, like the real bullets for the blanks, which yeah. to me was awesome because I love it anytime somebody does that. Mm-hmm. But 
it just uh, like it was so long. It really was like an infomercial for Gold Town Ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I don't that- even know if that's a complaint. I'm saying that very neutrally because <laughs> I loved just one of my favorite things about the episode was watching Jennifer watch and experience Gold Town Ghost Town. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's just kind of had this this sort of just frozen look on her face then she's like smiling and just kind of doing it and i'm like yeah like i don't know if she's enjoying this yeah or she's thinking about something else i'm yeah. not sure what's happening i love yeah i just like looking at it the the guy who shows up who hates the grand canyon but loves this cheesy ghost town with all the cameras <laughs> and stuff he was not impressed by the grand canyon but for yeah. some reason loves this corny ghost town so much Jennifer's interactions with him were my favorite where the, you know, they have to like, he has to drive a stagecoach to rush a guy, the driver to the hospital after he yes. gets shot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, will you take a photo of me for my cousin or something? Yeah. He's, he's very specific, like my, for my uncle or something like that. He thought it was all part of the ruse. Like he thought it was yeah. part of the, Oh, he, he still was like, yeah, in the, okay. he's like paid for the experience. It's like a fantasy Island vibe or something. Yeah. So and that was like, go to the yeah. hospital. <laughs> that, well, I did her either Jonathan or Jennifer says to him, like, this is for real. Like this is really yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that was my favorite element of the episode was we're introduced to this mm-hmm. this world where things are happening and they're not real. Mm-hmm. And it's all for people's amusement. And then when shit really starts happening, people still think it's part of that amusement. Which, which, is, which is a brilliant trope. For it's yes. gorgeous. I love, I love it. it. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. And they, Super love it. they played with it pretty well in the final mm-hmm. gun battle where people are applauding when a guy yeah, really that gets That was shot. amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Uh-huh. I loved it. I loved it for two reasons. One, I loved it because it's like, oh my God, when these people find out that this was really happening, yeah. they're going to feel so awful. <laughs> and two, yeah. for us we get an audience to like applaud when the hero wins, Aww. which, which is such a cute kind of thing. It, I thought that was really cute. It also just gave me a vibe of like sixties and seventies sci-fi, like futuristic, yes. like dy- dystopian sort yes. of vibes where people are just like, all like, ah, yeah. like <laughs> witnessing these terrible things and just kind of, nobody actually knows what's really happening. It's mm. like, the Soma, you know, is yeah. I really like that. I I loved that part of it. It could have been played so much darker, and I'm glad that it wasn't. But I I also kind of want to see the darker version. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's really what I was flailing. I, thank you for for like being concise with that because that's really what I'm flailing at. Or, I was flailing at earlier is just like that whole vibe of mm-hmm. the. I just was doing anything I could to not use the word meta. So yeah. yes, that that. What is real? What is false? You know, just the I, I just love that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it's great. I just, that first bar brawl, though, where the guns are drawn and the chair mm-hmm. gets broken on a guy's back and funny. all that stuff. I was like, this is this, again. It was like when I realized, oh, everyone in this place is an employee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for like three people. So there's like a safe table. Like there's there's one table that you can sit you, at in this saloon and not get bludgeoned to death. And one chair you can beat over somebody's <laughs> yes. back without killing them. And then, yeah, that was funny because those guys both still had their guns in their hands at I the know. end. And they just were like, well, you got us. We give up. <laughs> Let's go to jail. And then they just put their gun away and left. Yeah. yeah. So for me, like I, it's going along. I'm really enjoying like that weird. What is what is fake? What is real element? And then we're really 
took a magical turn for me was when Willie, the employee, is doing his act as the drunk guy stumbling out of the saloon and he's like lurching to the street singing oh you know my darling clementine and then he like signals to the hearts and does like the classic like shift where he then all of a sudden he's like this is the moment that illustrates what we're really experiencing right it's just a master stroke so he's like oh my god then he's like something's happening in the boat (laughs) and then and like everybody's like oh oh, we should go up to the mine and the whatever and then then he's like "Mm." and then he he lurches off like oh we don't and i was just like that's one of the greatest things i've ever seen not just part that is just a perfect perfect device damn i'm sad that i totally missed that part oh my god (laughs) remember that happening at all i have to rewatch that well i just gave you basically a shot by shot so okay i know i feel like i I feel like i I just i feel like i was watching a rerun sorry (laughs) spoiler alert i remember everything perfectly i feel like i was in westworld or i mean high noon heart to heart uh, gold town Gold, gold, gold town. town. Yeah, <laughs> I actually do think it's worth going back and watching that scene because it is great. <laughs> uh, at one point, the villain is talking to the henchman, and he says, "We sent them over the cliff in a stagecoach, close enough." And the villain says, "Close only counts when you're tossing horseshoes, you clown." <laughs> and <Yep>. then, <laughs> and then the hearts come running back True. into town on the stagecoach with the shot driver. And he says, "Where's your hospital? Do you have a hospital?" And the guy says, "No, we don't have anything here." That was that's <laughs> so good. See, it's a trip. It's a real trip. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love ghost that, town, though. real <laughs> life town. Is <laughs> he's like we have a gift shop and he's like you got really a, mad. You got about a doctor around here? We don't have anything here. <laughs> we don't have anything here. He's like pissed about what what they have on offer. That's so good. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's funny too. Then. And also a lesson, an OSHA lesson for oh, theme parks. For sure. Yeah, you gotta have <laughs> at least a golf cart. You need to have a medic. A medic. Come on. Yeah. You can't have a, only a stagecoach going in and out of your town. Idea. You got to have a barber or something that you can go take wounded yeah. people. <laughs> or you have to be ready to die of tuberculosis yeah. if you go to this theme park. Hey, man, shit's real here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything here. <laughs> he was so aggressive about that. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. He was so That's pissed. what I mean. There's a lot of layers. Like, yeah. is there then, like, going with Joe's labor observations, like, business <laughs> yeah. model thing? So is there... Are there issues amongst yeah. the staff? Clearly, like there's some disgruntled uh, staff. I wouldn't be surprised if the excessive number of employees at Gold Town Ghost Town slash Real Live Town uh, were, you know, unionizing immediately after this. Mm. I'd be, right? yeah. If I was an employee there, I'd be very uncomfortable that everybody had a real gun that only had blanks <laughs> in it. I would be like, can we just get some like stage guns instead of these? Does it have to have this level of realism? That's if crazy. within two days, four employees are shot. Yeah, shot dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would. I'm done. Like, raise, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Disney. I would be emailing HR. I don't know, for you sure. guys. I mean, Jim Bailey totally is like, I, this office is just an exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> I that just was... leave my gun lying on the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, which they never... It's, it's a lot. Mm, yeah. Um, Very real. Do you... What's the name of the the man in Hench, man of Hench that is not Braxton? 
Oh, is it Pete? I didn't, I didn't realize they had. I don't trust myself names. with anybody's name after yeah. that Arnold Alfred thing that happened <laughs> just minutes ago. I didn't know either of them um, even had names. Yeah, I just thought they had crotches. One was mustached and one was not <laughs> to me. <laughs> Rexton was the less wooden um, of the two. Without was the, the mustache? I think, it was, I think it's Pete. Pete? Pete, Pete and okay. Brexton? Pete Pete has the mustache and Braxton is the other one. Yeah. Right? So that's Pete. And Turk is the one that um is like, I'm your new partner. We oh, speak yeah. cowboy. And Turk got uh, shot and killed. Et cetera. Yep. Oof. That would he had it coming. Feel so bad if I was uh what's his name? The guy who shot him. Jim Bailey. Jim Bailey, yeah. You would never get over that. The way he says he's dead, it, it's like he has no emotion about it. I would be like freaking out if I shot somebody dead. Don't you think that they would have sent everyone home? I mean, I mean, I guess. Yeah, but then I guess ninety percent of the people in the episode live there. Yeah, they are just living their lives. <laughs> <laughs> they have farms to look after and saloons to. But no farms. They they just had a mine. They like... have their own like mini economy with each other, where they're just supporting each other. <laughs> wow. There's obviously there's crime in the streets. I mean, yeah. if anything, if anything makes a town real, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Crime, rampant uh, crime. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how much dynamite there is in this episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because even though it's always turning up in Western-y apple dumpling gang rights, again, situations, for obvious reasons, they did actually use dynamite historically accurate <laughs> but um it really takes a turn when freeway and max discover um, that the hearts have been blasted into a situation where they're trapped in the mine they're like yelling freeway basically like smells the hearts through the mountain or something <laughs> through the pile of rubble and, and like woof, 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 lassie and then when Jonathan yells at Max to stick, when Max says, there's dynamite out here or whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's just like, you guys. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm. But like, yeah, just put it in the crack and blow it up. It's just like, what, you guys, what's happening? But I sort of loved it because I don't, for once, it it wasn't played for for like, yuck, yuck. Like it wasn't, mm. yo, 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 it was just straight up, this is going to solve like, this is going to solve the problem. And it mm. completely goes along with the thing where it's like, okay, so dynamite got us into this mess. Guess what? Dynamite's yeah. going to get us out of this yeah. mess. It's yeah. just the same thing where it's like, I hit my head. I lost my memory. I hit my head again. I yep. my memory. <laughs> get it back. The, the explosive version of that. Well, I, I was definitely thinking that if they max placed that dynamite, the hearts would be dead. Oh, like, totally. he would have killed them. And yeah. The whole thing would have yeah. collapsed and they would have been dead. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to go there, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My favorite thing about that whole scenario when they're <laughs> trapped in the in the mine was when they find what they uh, what they believe to be a fake wall, mm-hmm. and they search around and find a pristine silver doorknob. Yeah, <laughs> like, or even like we, a switch. Yeah, like, it, or a button or whatever. Yeah. Like we went full Scooby Doo in that moment. Yeah, that was True. that was pure Scooby Doo, including so, a dog that saves the day. Yeah. True. The. That is the explanation for why they didn't know there was gold in the mine, I guess, right? I think their explanation was that the amount of gold was so... It's insignificant. But, yeah, it was a, so, such a small amount 
that at the time of the gold rush, they would have just let it slide. Right, but surely if you owned this town, you would know that that gold was there and totally. go get it and not this wouldn't even be an issue that's where the, the episode really fell apart to me it shredded where i was like why don't they know that there's gold in there or they do know they're just mm-hmm. not getting it or i didn't understand but, that but people aren't i mean even though gold town ghost town uh-huh. slash real life town <laughs> i get the feeling i mean they're not going actually like people aren't going into the mine on the reg are they because I feel like if Jim Bailey's like, oh, the mine is closed when my dad stopped mining gold or whatever, he didn't say that I'm making that up. But, you know, I'm just trying to think of reasons why Jim Bailey would not pursue whatever yeah. they called it. It was like they didn't say it was they didn't say it was slag. That wouldn't make sense with the process. But they have the extractor that was extracted ore. Right. Right. Um Maybe they just said it was unsafe and never went in there. And these two. Yeah. I mean, I, that's all I can think of and mm-hmm. is that. And then For some uh, reason. Jack Twist and his gay lover decided they were going <laughs> to risk it. <laughs> at, at, the, uh, at the urging of Arthur Horton, really also thought. known as the Pharaoh from Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. Oh. Also known as Owen Gregg. <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah. He was the villain. The murder of Jonathan Hart. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A repeat villain. Yes. Weirdly. Yeah. But not the love. same character. Right or is it? Could it be the same character with oh, a no, name change? I, I, <laughs> that'd be so amazing. Finally, oh, my Greg. wish. He just shows up in his bathrobe again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, wish yeah, Jonathan's like, wait a minute, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you look very familiar. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was ecstatic when Freeway ran up to Jennifer, and uh, yeah. then Max showed up. That made me so happy. And I thought that was so cute. Freeway in a saddlebag. Oh, freeway my in a bag God. on a horse, and yes. and Max being super careful and saying out loud, "I don't want to kick you in the head." That was, you could tell that was an un- more than once he unscripted said that, right? twice. Twice. Yeah. When, when Max gets off yeah, the freeway, horse, I don't want to kick you. That in the head. is just Lionel Standard speaking to yeah. Freeway to Freeway to yeah. the film crew yeah. sort of like, well he's talking to the dog he's like I don't want to kick you in the head let, he says like let's see if I can get off this horse without kicking Freeway in the head <laughs> <laughs> he gets, but like, I also think off. that that's one of those moments because Max slash Lionel Sander like he does talk to the dog and that is totally how you would you people talk to their dogs right yes. that's how I talk oh, to dogs yeah. anyway, where it's like you know what uh, I'm just gonna move this thing here so we don't have a problem <laughs> stuff like that right but yeah. yeah that's a great moment yes I love 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 that moment yes. there's a yeah. moment that I was thinking Eric might bring up so I don't know if I'm beating you to the to the buzzer on this one Eric but one of my favorite moments I don't usually point out the the uh, lovey-dovey heart moments but when Jennifer comes to the office, when that accountant that I'm just no longer going to call by name, that accountant is freaking <laughs> out. And Jim Bailey is there just announcing he's a terrible businessman uh, <laughs> in a great suit. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer comes in and there's just the moment where Jonathan just says, like, you look so pretty. Oh, <laughs> I don't uh, think I caught that. that. I don't think it I was did. just like really just slipped Aww. in there and oh, super wait. great. I do remember him saying that, but mm-hmm. it was like, it was so, it was such an aside that I didn't, mm-hmm. I did, it didn't register fully, but I do remember that. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's really sweet. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> didn't, didn't love there. And like, that was kind of a disgusting moment the, again. The quick draw joke at the end was gross. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's <laughs> this. So last week, Joe said 
the dick joke was gross. <laughs> this week, I'm saying the dick joke yeah. was gross. Although I do appreciate that Jennifer delivered it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was pretty funny. Like, what does it the was, cowboy it, thing it was the gross, robot but cowboy it was really, say? It's like, you, you're, a, you're the fastest draw in the West. Or, yeah, and Jennifer says, that's my line. That's, yeah, that's usually my line. Gross. A robot cowboy at the foot of your bed what? is fucking terrifying i don't get that <laughs> that's the westworld moment yes for sure and it has red eyes fucking and a robot yeah fucking and a robot cowboy it is westworld a robot whose sole purpose is to draw a gun at the foot of your bed <laughs> like that on so many levels is so terrifying i don't understand it i don't care if you or... know that that thing is there if you know that thing is there <laughs> yeah, or not matter. You're going to wake up at night to go to the bathroom and you're going to have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a man standing at the foot of your bed pointing a gun yes. at you. Yes. We have like Which admittedly for the hearts feels almost like it would be a regular yeah. <laughs> anyway without the robot cowboy. Yeah. We I have nightly heart attacks because we have dish towels hanging on our fridge. I, I know. I, like that's that's the what sends me over the edge and I, I'm not like, laughing at your fear. My heart skips a beat. Because we have an apron hanging on this door. That's, when we when we used to have my hat on this door, oh God, I, yeah. like every night I'd be like, oh shit. I can't like, imagine <laughs> having a life-size red-eyed cowboy standing at the foot of the bed. <laughs> what that would do to my <laughs> mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Who's only draws a gun. That's his only <laughs> That's movement. That's his only purpose. Gun, point gun at you. <laughs> the, that reaction to something like you guys knew that the hat was there you know the apron yes. there i left the hat there <laughs> yeah there's just such a weird evolutionary thing where mm. it's good right fear is there to save your life but yep. <laughs> i'm sure i've had that moment like a million times I, I think i had a piece of furniture in my car and i kept turning around thinking yeah. there was like some ghostly hitchhiker in the back of my car even yes. though it was just a piece of furniture that i could not physically removed from the backseat of my car for like weeks on end. Mm -hmm. But I spent weeks just being <gasps> like every <laughs> single time. But I'm thinking of a moment we had a, a show at the museum like ages ago and I was working in the galleries and it was a mannequin wearing Georgia <laughs> wearing Georgia O'Keefe's clothes. Oh my God. Hat, which uh -huh. actually is very similar, Eric, to your hat. Yeah. The hat yeah. That I'm thinking of. So basically, Eric's hat, Georgia O'Keeffe, uh, in this gallery. And, you know, I must have walked by that thing dozens of times every day as I'm, like, looping around and around the galleries. Mm -hmm. And basically, every other time, I would not just be like, not just flinch. Mm -hmm. I would <laughs> exclaim. Because mm -hmm. oh <laughs> it God. was so creepy and freaky. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we went suit shopping this weekend uh, for a wedding next weekend. Because we like mm -hmm. to cut it really close to, yeah. the, to the timeline. That's us. And mm -hmm. so I just got used to like the mannequins. You know, you always are just like, oh, there's somebody over there. Like, I won't go to that area. And I got <laughs> used to like all these mannequins. So finally, I walked past one really close, and then it moved, and it was a human. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? God damn it! <laughs> You're the weirdo. Yeah. Please edit out that George O'Keefe story. That was so boring. <laughs> Can we just get rid of mannequins in general, though? No. Well, we can get rid of mannequins, but we can't get rid of mannequin. Oh, the movie oh, Ma or mannequin okay. two on the on the move or, or on the road or on, on the, the run or whatever. <laughs> the what crazy. Uh, so mm. I was going to ask uh, if you were uh, if you were going to go to like an overnight or several night immersive theme park. 
already Ooh. know what I already know what Ellen's is, and she already knows what mine is. <laughs> really? But I want to ask what Are yours they would be. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, like Joe, what would you do? What, what would be your your like dream immersive, like fantasy world sort of thing? Yeah, where like where where ideally, <sighs> let's think of it as in Hart's terms, where it's like. There are three people there that aren't working there. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I'm gonna need to think about that one. What are, What are your guys's like? Tell me. Oh, haunted mansion. Like oh, okay. it's a haunted mansion, 100. percent Definitely There's, not what I would do. Oh God, I would do that. Uh, if you could, I would sign any waiver. <laughs> it's like you can yeah, wake me. me you too. can wake me up with some screaming banshee at 3 a.m. I don't mm. care. Like do all of the things. Give me secret passages. <laughs> <laughs> give me a mystery to solve uh-huh, uh-huh. uh you know whatever like i don't i'm i don't know why i'm not interested in doing escape rooms <laughs> for some reason that stresses <laughs> me out oh but i would 100 percent spend a weekend at a mansion that they were just yeah. the whole thing was we're gonna scare the living shit out of you until you solve this mystery Murder mystery mm-hmm. i'm in yes yeah. that sounds awesome so me I'll and ellen will meet, do that i'll meet you there <laughs> yeah. and we'll weirdly be carrying just each one small suitcase. <laughs> um, it'll be that. like like the beginning of many Hammer films. Yes. Um, Let me think about mine while I take a bathroom. We have to pretend we don't know each other, though, Ellen. We have to. <laughs> we have right. to. We have to meet there. We have to be <laughs> fully <Yeah>. in character. <laughs> Gosh, which which archetype will I be? Can I be like the? angry seeming uh, foreigner with a giant mole. Yes. Who has like a lot, like wears a turtleneck and a lot of beaded jewelry. We I, would just have to go as our favorite characters from night horrors. That's just the truth. Yeah, I know. So I guess I'm going as Gladys. <laughs> Cause I'm just going to get drunk. <laughs> oh, I want to be what's his face. Chilling's worth or yeah, whatever. That, that fits us. The only one I can think of, if you're still talking about this, is um, to do a Big Little Lies version of one, (laughs) where you get to just be like a rich woman taking her kids to school and yelling at the maid. No, thank I said no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's a line of tourists getting ready to yell at the maid after your photo shoot. (laughs) I said thank you. (laughs) I would do that. See, I, I I would like it if it was like. If you were <laughs> minus the trauma, if you were the Shailene Woodley character, Ooh, and it's like yeah. you get to you get to go and just get thrown into this mess, yeah, and just jog, yeah, yes, but yes. but like you get to like go to you, get, you go to music. parties and dinners uh-huh. and and whatever, yeah, and you like you everywhere you go, just more drama is being spat at you. Yes, yeah, that's kind of that. <laughs> you get kind of great at the end. You get to push them down the stairs yes. when you realize like <laughs> which husband <laughs> fucked me over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, that'd be a great one. Um, is it time to or pick your poke? I'm up first. Oh my God. I think we all know who it's gonna be. The mustachioed man of hench in his black uh western outfit at the gunfight. Yeah. Very oh. handsome. Yeah. Very handsome. Hello? Hmm. Um uh, Jim Bailey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm going for the other henchman, Braxton, oh, wow. um, <laughs> who was smoking hot. I I yes. would have I if I 
could if I could have them both, I would. Yeah. Uh, but since you took one, I am taking the other, <laughs> and you. good times That's will kind of you. Will we'll be in our own saloons <laughs> with these cowboys. <laughs> they were so Sorry that attractive. I didn't pick, pick Turk, so it would just be some sort of creepy. Oh, Turk was creepy, by the way. Turk, although Turk I want, creepy. I want his hat that he was wearing in that opening scene. That was a great hat. <laughs> it was so it was good. Very uh, like Nana Cherry. <laughs> kind of hat. Yeah. It was. It was like a. It was a Vivian Westwood does Ghost Town hat. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I love that. Totally. The acting of the villain when he got shot when Jonathan <laughs> shot him. It was this. There's like no bullet hole anywhere. No. It's just him being like. Ugh. Yeah. But then he falls, falls into a so trough slowly. and then like wiggles around in the trough like I'm alive. Oh, so he didn't get killed. <laughs> Just deactivated. A, yeah, just deactivated. <laughs> Craziness deactivated. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. While the soulless townspeople applaud. But Jonathan did shoot. Slowly. So I was confused at the end about which bullet, which guns had real bullets in them because they made a very big point to show some of the guns had real bullets, but some of them were blank still. Jonathan shot one of the men of Hench, and he went down like it was a real bullet because they were actually in a gunfight, right? Max threw Jonathan a gun with real bullets. Okay, so, okay. And the the villain, Jim, and the men of Hench all had real bullets in their guns. Right, okay. So it was a real gunfight that yeah. Jonathan could have easily blown the head off of a tourist because they were... Totally. They were standing right in front of all the tourists. They all they were all shooting willy nilly yeah. in the town the square. Like, <laughs> Look, it's a real life town. What yes. the hell do you want? While a guy, while while like a t- one of the tourists just looks on and claps and says, "Hey guys, there's a gunfight." Yeah, you know the risks. that's that's the actually Jim Bailey's plan is to make ghosts for his <laughs> for ghost. ghost oh my god, that. that would have been the best plot ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, definitely. I'm creating a stop, ghost town. Dear ghost town, stop erasing ghosts. <laughs> Start creating them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, any other notes for anybody? So, I had no notes. I My, my notes were uh, Arnold needs to chill. And then I took a picture of the dude's hat. And I said, white people will pay to be robbed. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Jonathan, after he shot that guy, was like, and I spent all my Saturday afternoons sneaking into movies. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> it's like the dumbest <laughs> high noon joke ever. It's not even a joke. It's just like a thing that he said. Yeah. Didn't like that. Um, My notes, it says leather vests. <laughs> Freeway found some dynamite. Mm-hmm. Motel hell. Stealing gold. Mm-hmm. Those are all helpful prompts. <laughs> I should have written down the accountant's name. <laughs> That's all I got. Other than, I mean, we didn't talk about fashion because there weren't many great I mean, fashions. Yeah, so I, I do have some fashion, uh, that one fashion thing moment to call out. Okay. That's beyond the leather vest, although a leather vest is included. Mm-hmm. Is that Jennifer's wearing an HTT dark denim outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh. The leather vest. And oh, you're I right. I get that outfit. Mega thumbs up. Yes. They both. So I good. usually don't like a vest, but they both look great in those vests. I thought Max was best wins best dress yes, this episode. Sure. Oh, Max was like classic with that ribbon tie and uh, yeah, the, the stripes. He had a good hat again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked great. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And he saved the day. And he didn't want to kick Freeway in the head. Did he light the dynamite yeah, with his cigar? Did I miss did I miss him lighting the dynamite? No, he did the plunger. That was annoying because like <laughs> his cigar is constantly lit. It never burns down. He had it in his mouth the entire time. He never took it out. That would have been and funny. All I thought was like he has to light a stick of dynamite with that. And then put the cigar. stick of dynamite in his mouth and be like, oh whoops. And, and like, then oh, throw sure. it at the last minute. <laughs> Max, the birth of cool. Yeah. Yeah. He looked great. And he didn't right. want to kick freeway, which was great. Yeah, awesome. Yes, he's yeah. he's very considerate. Shall we do ratings? We shall. Even though I don't know what I'm rating it. Well, you better figure it out in 10 seconds. Uh, okay. I didn't even think about this at all until this moment. But I think I'm going to do a 3.5 because it's, I think, the best Western-themed episode we've gotten out of Heart to Heart. I actually, but I don't know. Have I rated one higher? Possibly. I don't think so either. Uh, so it was good. It was good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I like don't know how I feel about it. It was like a very followable plot, which I like. It was fun. It had that inception of fake versus real gunplay and cowboys. I, I'm going to go four, actually. Oh. I think it's... It's really good. It's really well done. And some funny moments, some great moments. Yeah. Jennifer did all of her own horseback riding. Yes, 70 powers. Amazing. Accomplished yeah. equestrian. Equestrian, yeah. Animal um, activist, animal rights activist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go four. I'm going with the four also. Ooh. Um, for exactly the, the last... Uh, reason that joe cited and which i belabored incessantly over the last 45 minutes which is i just love the the layers of fake versus real people believing something is a performance when it isn't all of the trickeration involved there i love that um and joe really please uh rewind and watch Yes. The scene where Willie drunkenly flips the switch. It's amazing. I do want to see that. So I loved it. And it does give me really heavy, like I said, 60s, 70s dystopian vibes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all down to Westworld, of course, but yeah. I'll take it because yeah. I love that. So, yeah, uh, normally, you know, I do not like cowboy things, but I give it a four. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I also thought this was the best of the Western themed episodes because it wasn't, uh, it was Western as a concept play. Like, uh, and that works for me. (laughs) It was meta. I'm sorry, Ellen. It was meta. And I, (laughs) it was, (laughs) I I appreciate that. (laughs) I, I, yeah, shit. So I was going to give it a 3.5. Like when I finished it, I was like 3.5 and now I'm feeling bullied. <laughs> because I really did like it and talking about it it's like, yeah, that was yeah, that was really good. Like 3.5 doesn't seem like enough for me. I know. It I'm, because it was yeah, really well fuck done. Fuck it. I'm giving it a 4. This oh. it, it, this season is just kicking ass. Yeah. Like it's just ruling everything, but I'm yeah, I don't know. There I feel like it was of this season, this was the laziest of the plots. This was yeah. the the most kind of <laughs> basic bitch episode that we've had yet. The most like season three. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But it was so enjoyable. Like, they've just figured shit out. Like, yes. when it started, I thought this fucking 
Arnold, if this is what this episode's going to be mm. like with this wackadoo comedy, I'm not going to be into this. <laughs> but they really, like, I don't know. Whatever's going on in the writer's room is working. Whatever's yeah. going on on the production end is working. They cast it beautifully again, uh, both with talent and eye candy. So, yeah, it's a four. Yes. It loses a point because it doesn't, it, it doesn't do anything fun for me. Like golden it's four. a fun episode, but it doesn't do it. There's no fashion. There's no, <laughs> there's no disco. <laughs> there's no, no like bloody murder. There's nothing scary. There's nothing dark. It kind of loses a point for all of us for being Western themed. <laughs> kind of <laughs> a little bit, but uh, it all, you know, yeah, but it gains, it gains something for having freeway in a saddlebag. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which was the cutest fucking thing. Yeah. I, I'm comfortable with the four. I don't know. This this might be something. It, it may even improve with time in my mind. But yeah, that's yeah, I'm kind of feeling that too. Four. Strong four for me. Yeah. yeah, it might do. It might be one of the most memorable episodes. Honestly, there you go for being Westworld. Well, hearts at hearts at high noon get a twelve, which is that's a heart attack. That's yeah. right there in the midst of heart attackness, mm-hmm. and I, I five episodes of just like nonstop fun. Yeah. Like what a great season so far. Yes. Ellen, what are we going to do next? (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, Next up, originally airing on November 16th, 1982. We're going to watch and talk about Heart's Desire. Mm -hmm. Jennifer's former professor asks her to pose as a romance fiction writer during a promotional appearance. Oh, okay. (laughs) She devil hearts. She devil hearts. Okay. That's the whole whole description though. Mm -hmm. Wow. They're being really description. Yeah. They're being really concise with these descriptions. (laughs) All the brevity that I, I didn't possess this uh, (laughs) episode of the pod is revealed in the DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike last season where they spoiled full episodes. Yeah. Plot lines with these descriptions. It's the longest sentences ever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Redefining the run on sentence, but nope. Very (laughs) succinct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to watch that. I'm very excited to keep moving through this season. Uh, the stellar season. Thank you guys so much for listening to us and sticking with us. You're uh, welcome. Uh, and also, big shout out to Jackie. Jackie sent us an email correcting some mistakes that I've oh. been making. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Uh, hey, guys. Hope you're all doing well. I'm enjoying the podcast each week and look forward to the next episode as soon as I finish one. Um, I will skip the praise uh <laughs> please don't hold this against me but i have to correct something many of the episodes that you are crediting to don ruse are actually written by donald ross two different people with very similar names <laughs> uh, oopsie uh and i sh- yeah she is absolutely correct uh i i i apologize for this mistakes but, but <laughs> i looked it up and don ruse indeed was a writer for Heart to Heart, uh, wrote several episodes, and some of them I definitely called correctly. <laughs> um, particularly Hearts on Campus, which was the last episode. Mm. He wrote that. Uh, and in season three, he wrote What Becomes a Murder Most, Heartless Hobby, Deep in the Heart of Dixieland, yep. which is where we first discovered that yes. he was a writer on the show, mm-hmm. uh, Vintage Hearts, and The Hearts Strike Out. Donald Ruse, however, wrote 
throughout Donald Ross. Donald Ross sorry, Donald <laughs> Ross wrote throughout the entire series. He is oh. like one of the main writers of Heart to Heart and story editor for the majority of the of the series. Wow. Um. So I want to <laughs> say thank you, Jackie, for correcting me, <laughs> and uh, sorry, Don, and sorry, Donald, and who has passed away. Oh, um, but Don, Donald Donald Ross passed. Donald away. Ross has passed away. Oh. Don Ruse, however, is still alive and needs to come on the <laughs> podcast <laughs> to, to explain yourself. If only to stand up for Donald Ross. Yeah. Correct, and and we have clearly wrong, and for himself, who I have possibly Stop erasing said. <laughs> Donald Ross. <laughs> no, Eric. We just the list grows. Yeah, psychics, ghosts. We love to erase on this podcast. I know, I know. Donald's, it's, Don's. It's a, it was Erasure is our podcast name now. Don Roos, Donald Ross. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, thank you, Jackie. Really, thank you. Thank you for. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for letting so us know that. prepared for someone to call it one of my 18 million mistakes. Although <laughs> I feel as if we usually just call them out right on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> we try to. But um, yeah. Don't if, hesitate. We're always doing something wrong. <laughs> totally. If anybody else uh, has any corrections to make, please, please send them to itwasmurderpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at itwasmurderpod. Um, we're we're sadly terrible at using either of those social media programs. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We'll, I, I keep promising to try harder, and it's just a lie. Mm. Uh <laughs> What else? Uh, rate and review us wherever you're listening to us. It's it's helpful. It helps us grow our audience. We can reach more heart to heart fans. Oh yeah, and uh, more yeah. people can be privy to our mistakes, and more people yeah. can correct us, which yeah. is which is great. That's what life we is just all want about. More corrections. Yep. I just want to be. I really do. Just want to be corrected most of the time. If I I'm want someone out. to, <laughs> I want someone to correct one of my pokes that I chose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nor- I... Norman. We have to someone. Please correct Norman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got corrected. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've been corrected. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess that's it. Thanks, uh, y'all. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, next week will be Joe's birthday. Yay! Yay! Yay. Thank you. Uh, send him love on any of those places that I mentioned. <laughs> and uh, so all the if, <laughs> oh hi. If you are able to. Put your dog in a saddlebag. It's really cute. Mm. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Move along, little podcast. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Gun sound effect. (laughs) 